BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great tasting, all natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is 76ers Rewind. Time now to listen back to post-game reaction from the team's most recent game. May just have to do it right off the bat to open up tonight's postgame show. Strongest performance, best win of the season for your team, your town, your Philadelphia 76ers. I think you have to give it to them. 120-96 over the Indiana Pacers, the team in front of them in the Eastern Conference standings. I'm Brian Seltzer from Sixers.com. As the Sixers win in Indy twice in the same season for the first time since 2004-2005, a game in which, amazingly enough, the Sixers, if you retrace the steps, they were scoreless for the first three and a half minutes. They ended up handing Indy its second-worst loss of the season. Brett Brown is at the mic. Excellent players, and to come into Indianapolis and be able to sort of set the table with our defense, and then to your second point, you know, get out and share the ball. I mean, to have, you know, again, a large number 38 assists with Jimmy, Joel, and Ben having eight each. And having 38 out of our 46 made baskets assisted is a statement, you know, that, that, that we're proud of. So you guard, you share. It's at the table for a good night. Coach, isn't that a nice bigger sign, too, as you still have a lot of question marks about how people fit in on offense? At least everybody's willing to share the ball with each other, right? And that's it, Ross. You, in this carryover from the last time that we played, we had 40 assists the, uh, the last time we played at home. We, we, we backed that up with 38 tonight. Uh, the fact that it's dispersed amongst our group with eight, with Joel at a five-man, and Jimmy has sort of a playmaking, if you will, point guard, sort of two, three, three, two, whatever, and then Ben doing what he does and go eight, eight, eight. That, that, that's a huge statement, and, and we made some shots behind that, but I'm proud of us uh, sharing and caring. This is a tough place to play in, and we've talked a lot about this upcoming stretch of games. This was really game one of this stretch. How, how big was that to get off on the right foot? I mean, it's, it's, it's all incrementally important. Um, we, we get sort of we're under the microscope a lot as it relates to this portion of our season. Um, the, the, the additional sort of 
expectations in the city um, have brought a new attention to our team, and, and we, we, we appreciate it. And so here we are. Everybody gets this portion of our season, and tonight, you know, step by step, we responded, and it doesn't get any easier as time unfolds over the next two weeks. Brett, can you talk about Joel's performance playing with the back like that? Yeah, you know, I mean, with Joel, we, we listen to him first, and then you listen to the medical people second, and as a group, you know, they decide that he's able to play, and I thought that him coming out and, and playing with that spirit, and you could tell as time unfolded, it got a little bit looser and looser, and there was more of a fluid flow to his game. Um, but I thought in that third period, you know, we went on a 13-4 to run at the end of the period, and, and I think starting even the fourth, there were some good things going on with uh, with Joe hitting a, a really big three and Muscala backing that up or vice versa. But Joe was huge tonight, Keith. That is 76ers head coach Brett Brown after a big win for the 76ers tonight at Bankers Life Fieldhouse. 120-96. I'm going to say I don't really like or feel comfortable giving takes very much, but I'm going to go with this is, uh, I think, pretty clearly the best performance of the season for the 76ers. Not the biggest margin of victory, although it was pretty hefty tonight, 24 points against the Pacers, but just everything that went on in tonight's game, as Brett Brown alluded to some of those subplots over the course of the portion of the press conference that we heard. Sixers shot 53% from the field, 53% from three, and that's not just a a throwaway 53%. They were 18 of 34. They had 38 assists on 46 baskets, but they started the game with 32 dimes on their first 37 makes. I mean, that's just a ridiculous rate for assist percentage. It's it's crazy. And it's really stylistically the way the Sixers play, pass the ball, share the ball, defend. And what they did against Indy, one of the top shooting teams in the NBA tonight, held them to 40 percent, 9 of 29 from outside the arc. You know, Victor Oladipo, 6 of 20 from the floor. That's saying something. Boyan Bogdanovich, he was 3 for 11, 1 of 7 from 3. But the biggest thing is the defense looked like it was together tonight, much like it was against the Timberwolves on Tuesday. So to see some carryover going on the road in a difficult building and starting the stretch of beginning tonight 12 in a row against teams over 500 right now just a great and encouraging way for the 76ers to get things started win number 30 on the year all right fastest to 30 wins for the Sixers since the finals run in 2000-2001 Jimmy Butler was very much the tone setter tonight he was great for the Sixers finishing with 27 points on 10 of 17 shooting six of six from the line five rebounds eight assists Joel Embiid a great finish tonight's game he finished uh, set five of eight from the field after starting the night, four for 11 in the first half, 22 points, 13 rebounds, and eight dimes. Ben Simmons finished better than he started, 11 points, eight rebounds, eight assists. J.J. Redick was great, six and nine from three, 20 points even on the night for him. He had five dimes as well. You can't forget guys like Wilson Chandler and Mike Muscala, who stepped up over the course of the evening. One Twitter 96, the Sixers beat the Indiana Pacers. We will go to Tom McGinnis next. It's the postgame show on the Sixers Radio Network. Club 76 is the official season ticket waiting list of the Philadelphia 76ers. Get priority access for 2019-2020 season tickets by signing up for either Club 76 Elite or Club 76 Free. Other benefits include exclusive 76ers gear and access to special ticket offers and events. For more information, go to Sixers.com slash join Club 76, email Club 76 at 76ers.com, or call 215-339-7676. 215-339-7676. 76ers go to... 
Indianapolis and roll the Pacers 120-96. I'm Brian Seltzer. Tom McGinnis was there. Jimmy Butler led the way with 27 points. We'll bring on Tom right now. Tom, I don't want to put you on the spot, but would you say best win of the year? Oh, I don't know. It, it came easier than I thought it was going to be. You know what I mean? So, uh, Brian, I really uh, <laughs> put me on the spot. No, I'm kidding. Uh, it was certainly up there. You know, I would say top three for sure. Um, you know, to me, if you beat Boston or Toronto on the road, you know what I mean? But, no, yeah. this was a huge game. Like I said, you know, the whole way through. And, again, I wasn't trying to be overly hyped or dramatic. But for them, too, just leave, Oladipo, as soon as they beat the Suns, they said, all right, well, wait, let's see how we do Thursday and how we do against some of these other teams. And, again, the Sixers came in 2-6 and six against his teams and one of those was was a win in Toronto against Toronto when they were less than than healthy but they lost to Boston and the Raptors twice and to Milwaukee and uh, and to the Pacers so they come in here and gain a victory and just the way they did it, it to me makes it when you say is it the best win of the year certainly you know the way they did it to play almost identically in, in terms of the numbers with the threes and the assists and the balance like they did against Minnesota in back-to-back games that's very impressive and then to have such a cushion that it didn't really there was at no point it got down to 10 early in the fourth but you know lately the Sixers have been building these big leads and then it gets a little uh too too hairy sort of down the stretch and they they close it out sometimes they lost to Atlanta like that but in that sense I think it's it's certainly one of the most impressive wins of the year 76ers over the Pacers 120-96 and I, I think that's probably why I said that is you know, you think of the caliber of the opponent, the fact that it was on the road, and just certain things the Sixers did in this game. The offense clicking for a second game in a row, but as Jimmy Butler said after Tuesday's win over Minnesota, you know, the offense more often than not is going to figure itself out. It's been defensively that this team has really had its ups and downs, especially in the middle portion of the season so far. And I, I don't know, what do you think it's been these these last two games? It just seems like they've been more together, more focused. Maybe it took a stretch like that where you lose to Washington and Atlanta and nearly give one away against the Knicks to grab your attention. Yeah, no, you're right about the defense. And tonight, uh, you know, whether it was the Sixers defense, I, I think it was maybe uh, a little bit unlucky. They had so many shots rattle in and out. And Old Depot was stone cold to begin the game. That, that certainly helped. That is showing really and Miles Turner a little bit led them early in the game. There were, I think, seven lead changes. Those all occurred in the first uh, quarter and a little bit of the second quarter. But the fact that Oladipo was so cold and he's their leader, you know, he hit three threes in the first half. They, they, those were their only baskets. But like I said, he shot 30% on the night. And uh, and Ben had him. So that, I think, uh, that certainly could be attributed. And then the help defense, you got to beat back there, and that's a game changer. So I, I guess maybe if you're going to point to one thing as a team defensively, having a beat back there in the paint is just so big because he just bottles everything up. He forces teams to shoot quicker and further away and they're not in rhythm and whatnot. So th- that's a good point overall how the defense has kind of led the way in this uh, resurgence over the last three games. Sixers top of the Pacers, 122-96. Jimmy Butler, Tom, so big in this game getting things started. Boyan Bogdanovich was on him, and he couldn't do anything to stop him. It seemed like Jimmy just went right on the attack. He really did. And, uh, again, he's just got a way, uh, you know, he's not a guy who blows by the defenders. He gets in there, and the guy's usually right on his backside, but he's so adept that, as I've said, ever since we, we, we've seen this guy play now for the last three months, uh, or I guess two months, right, uh, all through November yeah. into December, now January, um, 
but he's so adept at just putting the guy in his back pocket and still scoring the ball. And then just like the late steal that he had, like he's got, he's just a, he's got great uh, anticipation skills and whatnot. He just stepped in front. Of, he knew all Depot was going to go back to the wing with it. And uh, he was getting back in transition, just steps in for the, for the pick. And he's like, I-, I got that. Like he's, he's so athletic and talented with a great basketball IQ. It, it makes out to be, you know, an all-star player. All righty, Tom, after this 24-point victory tonight, a mid-afternoon matinee on Saturday, two of the biggest personalities in the league in Joel Embiid and Russell Westbrook on center stage on a nationally televised ABC game that you can hear right here on the Sixers Radio Network, and that oh, should be a whole lot of fun. And I'm thinking, boy, you know, the Sixers flying into weather. It's it's actually, I know it's Saturday, but like it's a quick turnaround. And meanwhile, Oklahoma's playing right now, and they won't leave till tomorrow. But, uh, no, that, that should be really exciting and you know especially because you know they have paul george and stephen adams plays joel better than any other center in the nba i was just reading this article about how strong he is in fact jimmy butler was quoted in there having uh, run into adams in a previous game so oh man it was like a brick wall so and he's fast and he's like i said he's strong and so that that's a big thing there and then you know like to me the sixers paul george there you go there's jimmy butler's matchup and Hopefully Ben can guard Russell Westbrook, but they're very talented. And uh, this is the time again. You you know the Sixers have reversed a lot of these trends against teams with the the losses that they've had consecutive defeats against certain franchises, but not this one. So Saturday's a day. It's been 18 straight defeats to the Thunder, and Saturday is a, a good opportunity to to crack the code and get back in the win column against the Thunder. All righty, Tom. We will see you then. All right. Good night, Brian. 76ers beat the Pacers convincingly, 129-96. We got one more segment of the postgame show coming up. Then Devon Givens will have you in the post on the flagship of the Sixers Radio Network, 97.5 The Fanatic. Stay tuned. Some of Tom's calls from this one after this. The Delaware Blue Coats have arrived. The Sixers' official NBA G League affiliate is opening the all-new 76ers Fieldhouse in Wilmington, Delaware. Blue Coats games are perfect for business outings and an awesome family night out. Visit Sixers.com slash Blue Coats. That's Sixers.com slash Blue Coats. Tickets start at 10 bucks. Just 10 bucks. That's Sixers.com slash Blue Coats. Join the revolution today. Big, big stretch coming up for the 76ers starting tonight. A lot of talk about this. A lot of focus. How the Sixers do 12 in a row against over 500 teams heading towards the All-Star game break. The Indiana Pacers, the team, a game in front of the 76ers going into it tonight. The first task on the road at Bankers Life Fieldhouse. Here's how portions of the game sounded, as called by the one and only Tom McGinnis. Sixers and Pacers, they went back and forth in the early going, but a rookie put the 76ers into the lead for the first time. Here's Simmons over to Landry to catch the shot, and the Rook delivers with a three. Good kick out by Ben Simmons, and the Sixers now beginning to heat up from beyond the arc. Four made threes, and for the first time in the game, the Sixers with a lead. It really was an uphill battle for the Sixers. They went scoreless for the first three and a half minutes of the game, starting 0 for 7. Things would end up vastly different. At the end of the first quarter, the 76ers led 28 to 25. We're going to fast forward to the end of the second quarter when the Sixers were trying to add some insurance, and J.J. Redick, who had been good throughout the first half, capped things off. And now it be with it against Turner. Shot clock at five, seven seconds to go in the half. And it's J.J. Redick for three, and it's good. Count it, swish. Redick with it. Four seconds to go. 
54 to 48 was what the score became after that J.J. Redick three-pointer. That is what would be going into the break. 76ers in a good spot. Oladipo hits a three right out of the halftime break, and you're thinking, hmm, maybe this guy could get started. He went one for seven in the first half. The 76ers quickly quieted things down for the Pacers as J.J. Redick, using his signature skill, helped widen the gap. Redick is on the wing. J.J. cuts off a Joel screen. Joel pops, gets outside the yard. Three to shoot. Over to Redick. Redick's open. Three ball in the air for the Sixers. It's good. J.J. Redick, a timely and clutch tray. Timeout, Indiana. They needed it. 76ers opening up a double-figure lead for the first time on the night at 66-55. For the Sixers, they would lead at 86-71 going into the fourth because of this. Sixers up 13. T.J. drives it, shoots it off the glass, and in. T.J. McConnell gives the Sixers a 15-point lead. And that would grow to 91-73 early on in the fourth quarter with Joel Embiid moving things along. Redick back down to Joe. Joe goes by two minutes, slams it. The Sixers wheeling around the arc, and Redick feeds a feed in the two-hand slam. And the big fella hangs on the iron, sways with a slam. But after the Sixers went up by 18 points, the Pacers would charge back. They scored 10 in a row, and the 76ers were looking to halt momentum. They did. Joe Embiid a basket. Mike Muscala with consecutive three-pointers. That was huge. Ben Simmons got in the act, and then appropriately, one of the guys who was so huge in getting tonight's game started on a good note. Jimmy Butler was there to put the Pacers away. Butler loses the ball momentarily, gains it back, spins, fire shot from 16. Got it at the shot clock buzzer. Jimmy Butler getting it done. That made it 104-87. The 76ers would cruise to the eventual final score of 120-96. to We'll go through some of the impressive notes from the final stat sheet. The Sixers shoot 53% from the field and also 53% from outside the arc. 18 of 34 against Indiana, which entered tonight the number one rated defense in terms of points per game allowed. But if you look at a more level statistical metric of defensive rating, Pacers were number three. So either way you slice it, Indiana excellent defensively, but the Sixers carved them up. They had 38 assists on 46 made field goals after their 40-assist game just 48 hours ago against the Minnesota Timberwolves at the center. As for the Pacers, the Sixers held them to 40% from the field. They are second best in the league in field goal shooting and just 9 of 29 from outside the arc. Good stuff from the 76ers defensively. Sixers scored 50 points in the paint. Great balance. Jimmy Butler led the way with 27 points, 10 of 17 from the field, one three-pointer, five rebounds, eight assists, no turnovers, and three steals. Awesome stuff from Jimmy Butler, 22 and 13 to go with eight assists and three block shots for Joel Embiid. J.J. Redick with 20 points on six of nine shooting from outside the arc. Ben Simmons with 11, eight, and eight. He did have six turnovers, but he finished the game strong, five of ten from the field. Thought Wilson Chandler was really helpful, especially in a first half that was mostly competitive. He kept the Sixers in it. He finished with 10 points, plus 14 rating. Mike Muscala off the bench with 11 points and seven rebounds. He was great. So was T.J. McConnell with seven points and five assists all around good stuff for the 76ers which improved to 30 and 16 on the year and our resident 76ers postgame show statistician Tyler Zoli confirming that the Sixers are the fourth team officially in the NBA right now to reach the 30 win mark joining the likes of the Toronto Raptors Milwaukee Bucks and Golden State Warriors Denver playing right now might get there by the end of tonight, but for this moment, it's the 76ers, the fourth team to 30 wins, the fastest they've gotten to 30 wins since 2000-2001. 
Devon Givens is up next. Should be a good edition of In the Post. They're all good editions. But I should say this one will have a more positive tone to it tonight. So In the Post with Devon Givens is coming up next. Big thanks to the guys back at the studio. That would be Tyler Zuli and Brian McLaughlin. And now for the radio voice of the 76ers, Tom McGinnis. Brian Seltzer saying so long for now. One final time, the final score. 76ers all over the Pacers, 120-96 in Indy. Have a great rest of your Thursday night from all of us here at the Sixers Radio Network. You've been listening to 76ers Rewind. Be sure not to miss new episodes the day after each game this season, all year long. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 